Hi, I'm Joy. Hi, I'm Lorraine. And this is Girlish Gurus. And Lorraine, why are we here? We're here to talk about mid-lifestyle topics for women who are 45 and older to help you live your best, healthiest, and most fulfilled life. We're also going to have lots of fun along the way. So let's get started. to another episode of Girlish Gurus. I'm Joy, and today I have a very special guest because Lorraine is on special assignment in Las Vegas seeing her childhood idol, Donnie Osmond. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But today I have a very special guest, and that is my sister-in-law, Juliet Connell. Welcome, Yay! welcome. <laughs> I am happy to be here. And you've never been on this podcast before. I have before. not, no. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to bring you on because one of the things we talk about at Girlish Gurus is women in our second act. Mm-hmm. And you and I are both over 50. Right. Not much over 50, but over 50. Hmm. I'm a little more over 50 than you <laughs> Not are. Not much, but we're 50 and fabulous. So we're both over 50. We're in our second act, mm-hmm. right? And our second act includes a creative component. And that's something we talk about a fair amount here at Girlish Gurus. Because these days, women who are 50 and older, they're much more vibrant. They have more time and resources. And they are willing to go out in the world and be creative and pursue Things that they maybe had an affinity for when they were younger, but for whatever reason, they had to raise children or go into the workforce. And so now we are at a point where we can explore our more creative side, mm-hmm. right? Yep, no, and I agree. So you and I are in a joint endeavor <laughs> <laughs> that is a creative one, and that is we do a podcast called Everyday Macaroni. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing that since... Well, 2020 really is when we started, but it kind of didn't really get rolling until 2022. Yeah, probably when we had a captive audience during COVID. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. That is true. Well, so maybe we should give a little background about how the whole thing got started. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember sitting there at Monday night dinner. Because this is where all of this starts. And you sitting there and starting to think about writing a book Mm -hmm. and listening to all the conversations we were having. And at that point, everything was so new to you. We, of course, came from the city back in the Mm -hmm. 70s, 80s. We lived in a very diverse, culturally diverse diverse neighborhood. Culturally diverse uh, neighborhood. That's right. (laughs) And we had generational family households right. around us. So like next door, it was a, a much older Italian couple mm-hmm. straight from Italy with their two sons. Then we had my grandparents, also immigrants from, from Spain with their daughters and sons living at the house with their kids. So you're getting this real mix in the street that we lived on in particular. And we just started talking about <laughs> all the conversations we'd have over the fence, so to speak with our neighbors and from there came the everyday macaroni idea right and it's just gotten bigger and bigger ever since so yes the initial idea was to write a book because Mm -hmm. that wasn't my idea either ron said to me oh you should write all this stuff down you should write a book about it because along the lines of pursuing your creative endeavors when i was a kid i wanted to be a creative writer i would write little stories at school and i've always cared about the story 
what's the story? What's the idea behind that person taking those actions or doing those things? Mm -hmm. And so I had done some writing already. In 2014 or 15, I can't remember, I wrote Money Basics, my little personal finance book. And so I had already done some writing. And Ron said, well, you know, you should think about writing a story about my family, writing down some of the things that we talk about and the you know, stories and the just jokes and Mm -hmm. different things. And so I said, okay, well, you know, I'm going to think about doing that. Well, unbeknownst to all of you, (laughs) in 2017, I decided if I'm going to write about this, I probably need to record what's going on with Monday Night Family Dinner so that I can go back and listen to it and get the story straight, Mm -hmm. right? That way I'm not just relying on my memory, And so every Monday we get together and we have dinner together as a family. Right. So it's you and me and Ron and your parents. And whenever other people can join, they join. So Mm -hmm. sometimes Aaron and Caitlin will join. For a while, your father-in-law was coming. Whenever anybody's visiting, they always go to Monday Night Family Dinner. So in 2017, I started recording Monday Night Family Dinner. And I would just put my phone on the table and record it. Mm -hmm. And so... I was accumulating all these recordings. <laughs> and then the pandemic hit. Right. And we have a mutual friend, Susie, mm-hmm. who was your friend first, but this isn't middle school. She was so. my friend first. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. not middle school, so right. she's a sweetheart. But we were all having a drink on my screened-in porch, mm-hmm. socially distanced, right? And we were talking about different things, and we were talking about Monday night family dinners and we were talking about your parents and how entertaining they are and Susie is actually the one who suggested you guys should do a podcast about it yeah and just by the way when (laughs) Susie and I used to work together every Tuesday morning it was like rehashing Monday night dinner at work in the office of where I worked everyone was like all right so what happened at Monday night dinner (laughs) I was like you're never going to believe the conversation we had Dot, dot, dot. That's how it was. Yeah. Sometimes it was pretty benign and other times. You just can't make it up. Right. No, we couldn't. And it's not unusual for you because you grew up with your parents and Mm -hmm. how they cook and talk and joke and et cetera. Yeah. But for me, yeah, it was a different world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because for the longest time when Ron and I were first married, we didn't live close by. Right. So I think you were coming to Monday night dinners or whatever. It was Wednesday, yeah, I think. It for a was while. Uh, yeah, I think it was Tuesday. And I would take the girls. Right. The girls and I would go. And that was a way that we could all kind of reconnect mm-hmm. once a week if we weren't able to see each other. Right. Right. So we would connect on Tuesdays. If not, and there was something else going on, that was fine. But if we connected on Tuesdays, that's when the girls would sit and eat. And, and so spend on. time with their grandparents, yeah. and you would spend time with your parents, and et cetera, mm-hmm. right? Because I lived right next door to them in New Jersey. Well, that's true. So they would pick up the girls, and then I would get home and pick them up from huh. their house. So actually, you've been doing Monday Night Family Dinner, basically. Uh, for like 20, 20 years. years. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So that's... Well, you lived next door to them in New Jersey. Yeah, not always. I mean, we were always in the same town. Right. Always. But then it wasn't until, I think, Caitlin was born. Yeah, that's when it was. When Caitlin was born, we moved in next door. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then you moved to North Carolina first, and then your parents came 
right. a couple of years later, a few right. years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they moved like the next county over. At yeah. first, it was like they were like a half an hour away from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about 20 minutes, half hour, yeah. And then they built the house here in Franklin County. Right. And now you're like 15 minutes away from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's like a magnet. We all have to come to the center, right? <laughs> so eventually. Because you guys are kind of right in the middle right. of our house and their house. Right. So yeah. eventually, Ron and I moved from Wilmington right. here to Franklin County. Mm-hmm. And so you're 15 minutes away from them. We're like. 10 minutes, 10-ish minutes. Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So now, every Monday, we have Monday Night Family Dinner, mm-hmm. and we all get together, yep. right? So I don't know if many people out there do this, but it's something that we've done f- ever since we moved here. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's uh, I don't look forward to the food. I'll just say that up front. <laughs> but I do look forward to Monday Night Family Dinner usually. Yeah. Yeah. So we were on the porch. We were sitting there, we were talking, and Susie said, you guys should start a podcast about it, right? Yep. And so I looked at you, and you looked at me, and you said, well, okay, I'm up for it, begrudgingly a little, maybe. I know. (laughs) Well, I wasn't quite sure what it was going to entail, honestly. And luckily, you ran with it. I mean, I am much more of the I don't like change too much. <laughs> and I like dipping my feet in before I start something. Well, of you course. know, I need I just need to know where what I'm doing at all. times. Oh, well, this you know? was not that. And this scenario. was totally <laughs> not that at all. Luckily, you do all of the tech on the show. And well, that's easy for me because I had already been doing it with my dollar llama stuff. Right. Right. So really, Mm -hmm. it's funny how things kind of work out because the pandemic killed all my Dollar Llama stuff. Yeah. All the momentum that I had achieved Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, it was gone. And so this gave me something to do. Mm -hmm. I was scrambling because I was doing personal finance things. Right. And that just died. And this gave me a chance to use those skills and tools and Mm -hmm. things and also learn new skills because... The Dollar Llama podcast I was doing before, I didn't have all the right equipment to do this kind of a podcast. This is a little bit different. Yeah. And so actually the first four episodes, I didn't have this equipment. Mm -hmm. I was using the setup that I had for my Dollar Llama podcast. And if you go back and listen to the original four episodes, you're going to notice a drastic difference in the sound quality and et cetera, because I didn't have those tools. And so... We got started in 2020. Mm-hmm. Remember the first episode? You were on one side of my living room and I was on the other. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> with the microphones and the yeah. computer in the middle. And we just went just with gabbing it. gabbing and gabbing. Right. Gabbing and gabbing. Mm-hmm. And then I sat down to edit it. Little did you know, I inserted some recordings from my phone that I had been recording from Monday Night Family Dinners. Right. Especially the one, Death Takes a Taxi Ride. (laughs) Everybody's favorite story is Death Takes a Taxi Ride. Well, because it's like so over the top, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And and what's really funny is that I thought we wouldn't be able to top that. (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. But ever since then, oh, there's a few. Mm -hmm. There's a few that you're like, wait. Let me let me replay Wait, that. <laughs> Did I really hear that? Did she really say that? Is this real? <laughs> I can't believe it's real. Yeah. So we recorded the original four episodes mm-hmm. and posted them under the Dollar Llama umbrella. And then it kind of stalled for a little while. Mm-hmm. And we started in the end of 2020. And so all of 2021 was kind of we were stalled. Yeah. 
we had recorded some, but mm-hmm. it just, it was like, mm, I don't know. It, it stalled a little bit. Well, in July of 2021, that's when Ron got me the podcasting equipment for my right. birthday. Mm-hmm. And then that changed everything. So starting in January of 2022, that's when we committed that we were recording and posting twice a month, right? Right. Okay, so technically, we've been going for four years, but we haven't really. We've really been going for two. This is our uh, 2021, 2022. This is our third year. Yep. Okay. So that's kind of like the story of how Everyday Macaroni, the podcast, got started. Okay. Now, when it comes to the creative part of it, I guess maybe I should start off that creative conversation with asking you how you feel about that. (laughs) (laughs) The creative process? Well, you are a creative person. You are. You do a lot of interior design, and your house has been through several iterations since I've known you. Right. In, like, the 20 years I've known you. So you are actually a very visual and creative person. Like, everything in here, this is all you. Mm-hmm. None of, and I'm perfectly happy with that <laughs> because that's not my area of expertise. I'm not right. good with color and visual. I'm. That's something I struggle with. I can put matching colors together. Mm. But I struggle. I have struggled with that in the past, and you can look at the rest of my house and see that. <laughs> but uh, you are a creative person visually, right? Right. I think as many people are out there, everyone's got a creative bit to them. It's just not necessarily a fully creative person. I mean, yeah, I am creative with design. I'm creative with some photography I play oh, with, yeah. and that and that sort of thing. But when it comes to podcasting, when it comes to talking in podcasting, I mean, you, you know, that obviously podcasting, it's two people when we first started, it wasn't a video. It was just (laughs) talking. And I thought, how am I going? I'm usually the person, especially if I don't know anyone, or I don't know necessarily what we're talking about. I'm not the talkative one, I have to warm up to it. I have to really know what it is that I'm talking about. And then I go from like, not talking to being the loudest out there. Which is, well, in a which social odd, situation. Right? But yeah. okay, okay, so mm-hmm. in a social situation. Right, in a social situation, I guess, yeah. But the, it's usually, you know, not thinking, not... You're, uh, you're, in, you're engaged in conversation. Right, yeah. right, where I wasn't quite sure where this whole podcasting <laughs> was going to go. I think even in those first few episodes, I was just working as if I was talking to you and... right poking fun. Luckily for the listener out there that Joy is big into tech and really big into editing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I edit a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember you saying how many non-words I was using. Will you please stop? Oh, yeah. Say, Listen, yeah. if I had a button I could push every time you said, um, or, you know, or whatever, <laughs> I would still do it. I would wire that chair with an electrical current and <laughs> But that's okay. That's not that big of a deal. Now I'm kind of used to it. And Mm -hmm. actually, I can see it in the in the audio file. I can see when you're saying um. (laughs) But yeah, that's part of it. That's just how it is. And the thing I feel that is most important is the authenticity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the interesting part of this is in a way it's conversation. Yeah. But in a way, both of us always have an eye toward, oh, this is not just conversation. Right. This is going to go out to the world. <laughs> yeah. 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 We we do definitely mind our P's and Q's. For the most part, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I try to take that into account when I'm editing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times there's stuff that we're talking about that really I'm trying to get to the authentic part of it. And I've noticed that whether it's 
at Monday Night Family Dinner or during a podcast recording session, the good stuff comes at the end when we've <laughs> warmed up. Right. Exactly. And we've loosened yeah. up a little bit. Yes. Yeah. That's when the good stuff starts happening. That's mm-hmm. why when we are doing our podcast recording sessions, they go for an hour, hour and a half. Right. Because we get warmed up. Mm -hmm. And then that's when we start. Yeah. And Joy also kind of reins me in, too. Well, uh, anybody out there with... That's like herding cats. (laughs) That's like trying to nail jello to a wall. I know. I get (laughs) off topic continuously. So Well, so do I. And that's fine because you need more material than less material in order Mm -hmm. to put together a podcast episode. But like we've gotten off track now, (laughs) I asked you how you feel about it. How I feel about the creative endeavor of the podcast. Oh, yeah. No, I love it. I love being part of something that really cherishes family. Mm -hmm. um, That's true. In a creative sort of way. I mean, I don't know of any. I mean, you know, there might be some out there, but I don't know of any podcasts in particular that focus in on the family, focus in on so many generations at the same time, just everyday life, silly questions that we all ask each other just because we are so comfortable (laughs) with each other that we just talk about it and then realize once we've kind of pulled away from that conversation, how crazy that was. (laughs) And how in the world did we find ourselves talking about X, Y, and Z. Oh, yeah, all kinds of things. So yeah, I think I think it's a really creative way to focus in on family. Well, I think it's probably one of the most fun things I've ever done in my life. It's super fun. Mm -hmm. I have so much fun doing it. And it's come to a level where I kind of think about that first all the time when we're getting together. And I'm the one to hold back. Like, I don't want to talk about it all the time and I don't always want to have a microphone out or whatever. This has evolved to the point where just by virtue of some background information, I have a couple of different sets of microphones. And whenever we're getting ready to get together as a family, Mm -hmm. Ron always prompts me, make sure you're bringing the microphone so you can record and whatever. So I tend to not record Mm -hmm. because I don't want that to be, I want us to be authentic and present in the time that we spend with each other Mm -hmm. it's him normally and sometimes you will say Mm -hmm. don't forget the microphones now is the time to record because i think part of this whole thing is being authentic and the only way you're going to the only way you're going to capture that sometimes is continuously recording while we're around and because we all know we're recording i don't think any of us mind we laugh how many times have we had one silly conversation or something so hysterical and said oh we're not recording we're not recording we should have been recording that (laughs) so i think it's just something that even though we might not talk about it on the podcast we have it there in our library so that if ever something Mm -hmm. comes up we can refer back to really and i think we've done that too Oh, yes. Oh, really? You said no? Well, (laughs) let me show you what you actually said. Here's the instant replay. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, we do do that occasionally, too. So I think it's all in good fun. I don't think anyone is. Well, that, I think, is the key. Yeah. We all come to it with the intention of we're just having fun. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to. Although there is an element of that, of competitiveness. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And usually between me and Ron. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes. (laughs) There's a lot of elements that are just so entertaining. Yeah. 
And it's so much fun to work on. And it's so much fun to watch it unfold and to, in a way, from a creative perspective, I kind of control it. Mm-hmm. I clip the episodes together. Yeah, I do the intro and the exit. That's primarily because you have a full-time job. Mm-hmm. And it's not convenient for you to, oh, hey, come over here and do whatever. Yeah. So I just roll with it. Mm-hmm. And I try to do a good job presenting it in a funny kind of way. And, and I try because primarily it's a comedy podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it, it is different. Even though you're you're with this podcast. Yes. It's it's a different format than than what we have at Everyday Macaroni. It is a different format. And that's another thing that I really enjoy is I like the comedy part of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, because I'm kind of driving the bus a little bit with putting the episodes together and posting them and everything. No one has come to me really and said, I don't like what you're doing. Right. And I don't know that that means everyone likes it, (laughs) but it is what it is. And I figure if there needs to be some type of change in the content, the way it's presented or whatever, Mm -hmm. eventually that will happen. Right. In an organic kind of way, the way it's supposed to. What I'm thrilled with is that we haven't gotten any negative comments. I mean, you would know even better. I mean, because we are on so many different platforms out there that we get to see different interaction from different demographics. Right, right. And never do I hear that we have any sort of negative comments. It'd be great to think that if we ever do get comments that they are, (laughs) that they're positive. But I love the fact that we haven't gotten anything negative yet. Well, and I think that's because we're still kind of small. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But really, I don't care if we get negative comments, to be honest with you. That's one benefit of being an over 50 female. Like, Mm. I don't care about that. I look at it for what it is. There are people out there who, no matter what you do, they're going to be hateful. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't worry about that. Mm -hmm. And I would probably shield you from it. If we did get negative comments. Oh, okay. (laughs) Because I know that that is something that would bother you more than it would bother me. Yeah. And I really, truly don't care about it. And the reason I don't care about it is because if you're listening to this and you are paying close attention, you're going to hear how much we all love each other. Mm -hmm. And really, if people are out there and they're missing that point... Yeah. Then we don't need them in the tribe. Mm -hmm. So our vibe attracts our tribe, right? And those people who are going to be snarky and hateful, they they don't get it, and they can move along. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, but there are people who are going to be out there, and they're not going to be happy with what we do and Mm -hmm. and how. Now, you some people who will remain nameless have made comments about some of the things that I have done on the podcast. I'm just saying. But that's fine. I don't get bothered by that either. I'm like, well. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's always good to have some feedback feedback from people. Of course. Because there is a reason for it. So Right. Yes. Everybody has an opinion. Mm -hmm. All I can do is use the material that we have in the best possible way and try to present it in a way that hopefully people are going to enjoy and laugh and, and feel good about. But... It is what it is. <laughs> I know. And, you know, I do absolutely love the fact that we are in an age where people our age in their 50s, I mean, we're hearing it all the time. People 
are leaving something that they've been doing yes and 360 and going and doing something else which really shows that people are interested in growth people are interested in continuing education kind of thing Mm -hmm. and not necessarily school but just the continuation of learning and doing and growing and this is just one way to show it this isn't something that I went to school for or you went to school for you hit 50 and we had the opportunity to try something new and I think that that's great I do too And it's risky in a way because Mm -hmm. you're putting yourself out there and there's a vulnerability that you have to be willing to present. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that also is something that I find beneficial being over 50 and doing this kind of endeavor Mm -hmm. because I'm less afraid of failure. Yeah. And I'm less afraid of people coming back and saying, you're doing something wrong or you're doing something we don't like or whatever. I'm less afraid of that. I'm less concerned about that. Yeah. I'm more interested in finding our niche and mm-hmm. finding our people. Yeah. And I'm more interested in sharing the delight of what we're doing. Because it is, yeah. in my mind, it's just fun. It's just delightful. Mm-hmm. It's good, clean, family fun. There are one or two tiny little words once in a while. (laughs) Usually I bleep those out. But (laughs) for the most part, it's entertaining. It's family fun. And it's something you can listen to with your kids. Yeah. And it is an opportunity to have a good time. Yeah. Really. Absolutely. And it is a lot of work, but it's a labor of love. Mm -hmm. So yeah, being over 50 and going down this road, which I never in a million years if you had asked me 10 years ago, would I be doing something like this? No way. Yeah. In yeah. a million years, I never would have expected to be sitting here doing this. Mm-hmm. Never. But you know what? This is so much more fun. <laughs> it's Yeah, it, it is. It's really fun. It's just a continuation of Monday Night Dinner. So although we true. may be agitated some days or super, super happy some days, it's a way to kind of help you with hard situations that we are going through. And it's nice to know that you're doing it with family. Yes. And there's a component that I actually hadn't thought about, but you make a good point. Because Al and Lita are older, Mm -hmm. and there have been health challenges with both of them Mm -hmm. recently, then it does give us a chance to laugh a little and have a reprieve from those difficult moments. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. are very intense moments. Right. And so this gives us an opportunity because even in those intense moments, there's still pockets of comedy. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And I think that that's, I don't know how to put it other than if you bring laughter to the table, if you bring comedy to the table, it helps. It helps so much. Mm -hmm. It not only helps you get through that tough situation, it helps them kind of deal with what they're going through. Right. Because they know that you can laugh about it, that you aren't put off by whatever it is. And I think it's disarming. Yes. Right? So you get closer because you can laugh about it. Mm -hmm. If you're constantly pushing away, you're afraid of saying this, you're afraid of saying that because you're going to hurt someone's feelings and this and that, you're pushing that person away. Right. 
ultimately. And I think with just the little there's, bit of there's a comedy. Cer- a certain amount of acceptance in, yeah. the, in the comedy and the willingness to look at the lighter side of the situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it does make things easier. Oh, by far. You I know, mean, so. you either laugh or you're going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's been some difficult situations in the last month or so. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we have been lucky that we have each other to help mm-hmm. get through it. That's yep. a good thing. Now, the last thing I want to ask as we wind up this episode, mm-hmm. where do you see Everyday Macaroni going in the future? <laughs> uh, that's the that's the question. That's of the, the hour, million right? dollar question. That's, that, that's what that is. You know, of, of course, I hope we grow because mm-hmm. I think that when we grow, oh, we're growing. We are we're growing. sharing our story. Yes. And maybe it helps people kind of realize, you know what? I can do that with my family, too. Mm-hmm. And it'll bring people a little closer together with their family. There's divisiveness on all ends about everything out there. And if that's your bag, great. But it's not mine. Mine either. And I don't want to have anything you know, to do with it. Yeah. I try to always see both perspectives, right? Because that's what you do in order to make a decision, right? But I try to bring a little more happiness in my life than what's going on. And I think that if we can kind of share what we're doing and some of the conversations we have and get other people to do the same, I think it'd be great. Well, I agree with you 100%. To me, I feel like you make a choice. Mm -hmm. You choose to find a way through a situation Mm -hmm. where you can still manage the situation but you can do it from a place of laughter and love and happiness mm-hmm. as much as possible yeah. because these situations can be so difficult. And, and you'll, you'll notice that, too, in, in some of the podcast episodes, especially when we're talking about my parents' health or yes. whatnot. You can kind of hear the aggravation sometimes. Oh, yes. We get aggravated. Some of the things that we have to go through for whatever reason. But we find our way to the other side. As happier best we can, yes. and yeah, and much better. And I think that people listening, hopefully, that have aging parents like that, can also maybe learn from some of the things that we're going through, and hope that helps. It's a way through. Mm-hmm. It's a way through a difficult situation. Yeah. So absolutely. And we love them. We do. They are true characters. I mean, your mother. She's like, I don't know, four ten. 4'11", right. but she's more like 12 feet tall in terms of her personality. Yeah. 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 So she, in my opinion, is the biggest character of all. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And her supporting pal there, her supporting actor is definitely my dad. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because he's always got something to slip mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, one of the things I was hoping for, and I'm thinking it's going to come in the future, is I would like to see more people out there become engaged with the podcast from the perspective of sharing their family stories with us. Mm-hmm. So I would love it if more people would start emailing us and calling us and giving us some insight into their lives and their experiences with their own families. Oh, because, yeah. you know, we can't be the only ones. Right. We're not the only ones. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people. And I could tell stories about my dad. We've talked a little bit about my family. Mostly this podcast is about your family. Right. We've talked a little bit about my dad, mm-hmm. who is also a character that's larger than life in many ways. Mm-hmm. But I would like more of that. I would like to see more people 
yeah. engage with the podcast and send us their stories. And I would love to start including them yeah. in the podcast. Yeah, no, that would be great. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we are an international podcast. We are. I People know. listen to us. That's so great. All over the world. Yeah. And I love that so much. Mm-hmm. And I'm amazed by it. Every time I check it, I'm like, wow. I know. Joy will check. And every once in a while, she will throw me, oh, we've got Australia now. Mm-hmm. We've got Africa, mm-hmm. right? South, South Africa. Africa. We mm-hmm. have Finland. Finland and I mean, Russia. And all over the all world. All these different people. Obviously, the UK, Canada, mm-hmm. uh, just all over and the I'm world. I'm like, I don't have that many friends. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. It's amazing to me how we are an international phenomenon. I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I can't wait to see who starts to call in and who starts to email us. And which reminds me, I got to check the email. I haven't checked in a little while. But I am really excited to see how that evolves Mm -hmm. because that's the next stage, in my opinion, for the podcast. That's how we're going to move forward. So... We're going to keep going, doing Mm -hmm. what we're doing as much as we possibly can. And again, sometimes we're in a difficult situation and I see the laughter in it. And like, for example, I'll give you this one little tidbit and then we'll move on. I've actually used this joke a couple of times. So we were in the emergency room with your mother a couple Uh of weeks ago. Well, three weeks ago. And she was in horrible pain, unfortunately. She's had some difficulty with her back and hip. And so much so that we had to call the paramedics and have her transported to the hospital. Mm -hmm. And so we were in the emergency room and she was screaming in pain, screaming, which that's not the funny part. The funny part is when they were doing the triage and they were asking her all her questions, you know, how tall are you? What's your blood pressure normally? Whatever. And she's, oh, it's I'm I'm whatever. I'm this tall. And And then she gets to the point where they say, all right, well, how much do you weigh? And she's like, "Ah, ah." 138 pounds. Ah." (laughs) So she was legitimately in pain, but not so much so that she couldn't in that moment make sure they were aware that she weighed less than 140 pounds, (laughs) which not for nothing, just between you and me, I think she was fibbing a little. Because <laughs> I actually tried to lift her that day, and there's I couldn't I couldn't do it. So anyway, if she wants to be 138 pounds, as far as I'm concerned, go for it. You can be 29 and 5'2 and 138 pounds all you want. That's right. But that's my example of, okay, we were in a terrible, terrible moment. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there was that one little pocket of humor. Well, isn't it funny? It's contagious, right? And not only contagious, it's this laughter and and the way in which we now start to view things. It's kind of, it's habitual. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know that I would have found all of this so funny until I get you and Ron in the mix. And when that's I true. start feeling either... Uh, upset about something or angry about something, you or Ron start poking at it until I'm laughing about it. And now it's become the point where if something like this happens, just like it happened to you in the hospital, here you are, you zeroed in on all that screaming and then silence, here's my weight, and then back to screaming again. And you kind of found the humor in that for that moment, Mm -hmm. you know? So that little bit of humor can get you through so much more. Oh, yeah. 
And I've found that too, where I'm like, oh my God, if Ron was here, he would have. He'd be laughing about this or that or whatever. You know, so it does break that cycle. It breaks that negative cycle and you go right into to this happier place. Right. Which helps tremendously. Absolutely. Mm. Well, I want to wind up by saying thanks for doing Everyday Macaroni with me. It's so much fun. I love it. And if you can take anything away from this podcast, I hope it is that you are never too old Mm -hmm. to do something new. Yep. And if there's something in your life that you've enjoyed doing, but you had to put it on a shelf because you had to do something else like raise kids, go to work, those kinds of things, you know, maybe it's time to take a second look at that and think about picking it back up and seeing what you can make out of it. I think so. Don't be afraid. Go do it. All right. That's it for this episode. And thanks for being here on this podcast episode today. I enjoyed myself. Yes, it was fun. It was good to talk about something more lighthearted and not have to worry about finding clips. (laughs) 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 So that's it for today's episode. And thank you all for your support. Make sure you check out all of our platforms, not just for Girlish Gurus, but also for Everyday Macaroni, because we are growing, but we could always use more and more support. And we do appreciate it. And it is a lot of fun. You're going to enjoy it. It's fun. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Don't forget to check out Everyday Macaroni, the podcast, which you can find by searching Everyday Macaroni on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, and YouTube. While you're there, make sure to download your favorite episodes, give us a like or a good review, and subscribe to our channel. Your support helps us create more fun content for you to enjoy. Thanks for listening to this episode of Girlish Gurus. We hope you'll join us next time for more fun and inspiration. Be sure to check the description of this episode for links and information about the topic. And you can find us on our social media platforms, starting with Instagram, Facebook, and now including YouTube. You can find us by searching Girlish Gurus. And you can also check out our website, girlishgurus.com, for more information on us, our projects, books, and our growing community. And don't forget to download this episode, give it a good review, and share it with your girlfriends. We would also love to hear from you in the comments because the more interaction we get, the more episodes we can post. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.